Hi, everyone. It's Michelle from Connections Resource Center. Um, and I'm here today on International Women's Day with Ashley Nadeau, who is the coordinator at L'Entourelle Pontiac. So to tell you a little bit about L'Entourelle, uh, it's a community organization that offers help, accommodation, and support to women who are victims of violence or who are in difficulty with or without children. The organization supports women in their personal development in order to regain control over their lives and improve the quality of their lives. Uh, welcome, Ashley. Good morning. Happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. So we're so excited to have you today. Um, and it's a very fitting day <laughs> to to um, let our viewers and our, our audience, our Facebook audience, um, know about your services because I think they're super important and um, everybody needs to know about them and they might not. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and about the services that your organization provides? I sure can. So um, I'm the coordinator here, the, the, the service coordinator at Natural. Um, I'm born and raised from, from the Pontiac. Um, I left for college and university, came back, and I've been at L'Entourelle ever since. Um, so yeah, um, I have uh, two uh, strong, uh, strong-willed daughters. And uh, yeah, so I've been the coordinator here since 2008. Um, we are a shelter. Uh, we are a shelter for victims of domestic violence and uh, for women victim of domestic violence and or women who are uh, in difficulty. So when we say in difficulty, it's, it's um, mental health issues, um, uh, dependencies and all of those uh, different uh, problematic. Okay, so yeah, you're, it's, um it's not just for uh, domestic violence or shelter. There's all, all sorts of services that you provide. And we'll get into that a little bit later, a little bit more, we'll dig into it. Um, let's talk about International Women's Day. Why uh, not? Yeah, so the theme for 2022 is break the bias. So um, the world is being called on to imagine and help build a gender equal world free of bias, stereotypes and discrimination. So that's the theme for this year. And what does International Women's Day mean to you and your organization? How do you guys celebrate? Uh, well, if we go back a few years, we've been uh, celebrating um, March 8th with uh, different activities. We had Le Salon de la Femme that we uh, would host with Claude Gallipo. We've been doing that for a few years now. Uh, and of course, with the uh, pandemic, we haven't uh, for two years now, I'm thinking. Um, but we will we're hopefully uh, be uh, putting that, 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 that event back on their feet for uh, next year. Um, International Women's Day, what does that mean to us at the shelter? It means celebrating strong, powerful women around us, women who've paved the way, the, the way already. So um, we're, we're focused on the positive, things that have been accomplished by now. So we focus on that. We, we, we focus on, on um, you know, I, I've said it, you know, strong, powerful women who've paved the way before us. That's awesome, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's also a great time to reflect on 
you know, the work we still have to do. Absolutely. And Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> we've come a long way. We've come. Yes, we have. Um, and for sure, I think it's such an important um, mark of, of, of recognition too, that there, yes, we've come a long way and we still have um, a lot to do to make sure that um, we don't have this bias in the work world, in society and, you know, Absolutely. Um, and yeah. I also find it very important just to celebrate, you know, women who surround us, you know, our daughters, our mothers, our, our sisters, uh, our co-workers, you know, we have amazing women that have passed uh, here at Nantuhel also. Um, so it's just important to, to celebrate those women also, you know, we, we all, we, we think about, uh, you know, strong, powerful women who, who have had an impact, you know, um, but we have women surrounding us who have had positive impacts also who are um, equally um, important to celebrate. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Everybody um, makes their, their incredible contributions, right? Um, <laughs> even if it doesn't have the world impact. Um, but it, it, it's definitely in our communities, a lot of people to celebrate. Um, so I want to dig into some of the the tough questions right because um you are a women's shelter mm -hmm. and you know it, international women's day is a great day to kind of recognize the need the great need for services like women's shelters mm -hmm. um because there there is a lot of uh still violence against women in our society mm -hmm. so um when you hear about abusive relationships, I know that a lot of times, like the common thing that that people might say is like, "Well, why didn't why why don't you leave or why didn't you leave sooner?" And I know that a lot of women who are in that situation where maybe they couldn't leave right away feel a lot of guilt and shame about that. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if you could speak to that, like what kind of barriers women face when they're trying to 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 get out of a an abusive situation that's a great question um women are scared you know they they are uh, in a situation where um the partner has you know i'll just say it in french maybe you can translate in english um c'est une prise de pouvoir um so you know uh, the, the the partner has that power over that vi the victim and um she is made to believe that she will not survive without the partner and she you know she will not uh, be able to accomplish great things anymore and uh, she's scared for for her safety she's scared for her children she's scared for you know what lies what lies ahead for me if i leave i don't know anything other than this relationship than this toxic relationship so there's that aspect um you know and Sometimes she 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 has no um, income, so that can make somebody stay um, longer. Also, and um, you know when you are stuck in the domestic violence cycle, um, you are meant to believe that you know things will get better, and you know uh, maybe if I wouldn't have done this action or that action or that had had that reaction, um, my partner wouldn't. Uh, I've gotten mad or wouldn't have, have been uh, violent uh, towards myself. So 
I will correct myself and it will not happen anymore and until until the next event mm -hmm. so that's that's a bit of the the cycle and uh, women who are a victim of domestic violence are stuck in that cycle sadly and um, they are meant to believe that things will get better so sometimes that's why that's why they stay um, yeah. no fear fear is is invading so uh, that's also uh, a reason why they stay yeah, so a lot of fear and self-blame. And also we can't ignore the economics, you know, of yeah. it. Even Absolutely. if even if they even if they are employed, uh financially can be very tough to to do something like that, right? Absolutely. And it's also bringing to light the housing situation or crisis, we should say, where right now um yeah, my heart goes out to, to to anybody who's been kind of throughout this pandemic in that situation mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, there is no housing right now, and that has a direct impact on our services also because, um, you know, uh, women who come into the shelter, like who come in to stay in the shelter, um, they have to stay longer because there there is no... Um, there's no they have no access to, to to housing it's it's non-existent right now so mm -hmm. it has a direct impact on our services also sadly and you know why do they stay also another reason is um um sometimes those victims well they didn't open up about what they were going through or their situation to their families or to their friends so it's they've kept to themselves so they are afraid to speak speak out about it but because the you know their, their surroundings aren't aware so they just don't want to throw that out there and you know that the surroundings don't necessarily uh comprehend what's going on or understand and accept what's going on oh we have a question here from one of our um our, our watchers our listeners yes. <laughs> have you seen an increase of women using your services since the beginning of the pandemic that's a great um, question um, yes, we've uh, we've had yeah our our crisis line has blown up pretty much. We have um, insane amount of calls for our crisis line. You know, women who aren't necessarily ready to uh, come into the shelter or wanting a, a external follow up, but just need just need to talk. They need to vent. They need to validate what's going on in their lives. So we've we've had we've had. Um, a lot more calls on a crisis line for sure oh and that's good to know that you have a crisis line we um, do. yeah we do. so i get what is the number and i will type it into the the comments Absolutely. our crisis line number is the same number you call is 819-683-2709 Okay, so yeah, I'm going to put that in the chat because I think that is super useful, even if somebody is not ready to to leave or just needs some support mm -hmm. in that kind of way. That's really great that that service is there. Um, and you know, Michelle, that's the same number you call if you need uh, you need services. So if you need to uh, um, um, to ask to come into the shelter, that's the number you call. If you need to. Um, to reach me, that's the number you call. So it's it's well, one number and it's a direct line and we will direct you through the proper services. All right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Deborah's asked, what are the hours of your crisis line? 24 seven. 
24 seven. That's, that's excellent. Absolutely. Um, we are. Yeah, for sure. There is no, no time limit for a crisis. So we, we, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this got me thinking how you were talking about, you know, how sometimes the family might not be aware or might not understand mm -hmm. and that taking this step towards um, leaving can be really scary in that way, like socially as well. Um, so that made me think of domestic, the other forms of domestic violence nice. that, you know, so like it's not necessarily black eyes and bruises and, and, and physical altercations but there are different types of violence that maybe are not as well understood Absolutely. by the general population. Mm -hmm. So there is, you know, there is the physical violence, which is the violence that we see. Um, but um, most of the time, the violence that women um, uh, go through are verbal violence, psychological violence, uh, sexual violence. You know, we've had women say, well, how, how can it, it's not sexual violence. We were we were in a, a relationship, but it's you, you do not give your consent, so it, it is classified as sexual violence. So there's physical violence, psychological violence, uh, verbal violence, uh, sec, uh, sexual. Have I, I said that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Economical violence. So. Um, so financial abuse. Yeah. Financial abuse. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. spiritual abuse also. So, oh yes yeah. oh that's a good one tell me mm -hmm. more about that one well spiritual abuse it's it, it's very you know it could uh it's very big um so you know it could be on religion it could be on just your beliefs on on your way of living on so you know when when your partner plays on that it's it's considered um spiritual violence yeah okay mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I could see that. That's a, like a new concept for me. I hadn't heard of that necessarily in the in those words. So, um, yeah. So thank you for for helping raise awareness about all those different forms, you know, of violence. Um, because I do think that also some things are so normalized in our society, or if somebody has grown up in a situation where they're used to seeing these kinds of things or you know that they might not even realize that something is violence like you said um for sexual violence for instance mm -hmm. that uh, women thinking that well it's not really rape let's say um because we're in a relationship <laughs> but like it's to cons giving consent once does not mean consent forevermore whether or not you're in a, a relationship right so I think like even women who who are in those situations might not even realize the extent to which it's affecting them because they might think, well, I'm not being hit. So it's not really abuse, um, you know. Yes, for sure. <laughs> it's and not worse, you know, like that kind of uh, mentality. Yeah, that's, that's how it's perceived. It's That's how it's perceived, you know, it, it, because physical violence, you can see, you can see the bruises, you can see, um, you can see scars, but um, emotional scars, you cannot see, you cannot see those emotional scars and they stay for life. So those are very, very important and should not be forgotten. Absolutely. Okay, so let's say there's a woman right now listening who's trying to escape an abusive relationship what we know this is a very dangerous time 
and it's an action that needs to have some planning, right? Um, it mm -hmm. can be dangerous. So I would like to know what are, what can she do, right? What what are some of the safety measures uh, that she can put in place? And first of all, is having access to our phone number so that she can give us a call to 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 to, to discuss about the situation. If she's not really ready to leave right now, because that does happen, you know, she, women just want to. Uh, talk about their situation, validate what they're going through, and yeah. see what their options are. So um, she could give us a call. We make a safety plan with these women. You know, uh, we um, we suggest that they um, they they confide into uh, somebody in their support system, somebody that they can trust. Um, you know, so they they can give that that person a heads up also on uh, on their situation and what they're going through um you know if they ha have access to a cell phone always have their cell phone fully charged with them on their person at all time um you know and 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 just reaching out to us and we will help from then on yeah yeah so it's it is important to to reach out for these services Absolutely. um yeah <laughs> and then um I wanted to get more in, into, so we talked a lot about domestic violence, but you guys do a lot more than um, just that. So I know that you like you provide services to vulnerable women, whether or not uh, domestic violence is a thing. And you had mentioned like addictions at the beginning. So I'd like to learn a little bit more about the other services. Absolutely. And as I said before, you know, we're, we are not specialists in addiction or in mental health. Um, our specialty is domestic violence, but if you are going through um, addiction and sometimes, you know, all these uh, problematic, um, how do you say problematic in English? Problems? Or yeah, all of these problems. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they are directly associated with the domestic violence that they're going through. So, you know, they, they have both, both, um, double problematic intersecting uh, <laughs> problems exactly. yes yeah exactly. so um you know once that we have these women in our services and if they are going through um mental health issues or addiction issues we will uh, refer them to the proper service but it's not because they are going through uh, mental health or addiction that they cannot get the services here um you know we support them and guide them through them getting the, the the proper help they need so we're not specialists in in mental health we're not specialists in um and uh the dependencies but uh we will guide them to that 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 service out absolutely okay that's cool and then um you also provide services to the families. So I think this is really a, a great thing too that some people might not know about is mm -hmm. that they're um, the children of these of the women who who approach you for help are also eligible for services. Right? Absolutely. Yes, for sure. We have a youth worker um, on on uh, here in, in the shelter. Um, and she works with um, the kids that come into the shelter and um, the kids in the community also. So um, kids that come into the shelter sometimes are um, uh, 
witnessed or victim of the domestic violence also. So our youth worker works with those kids and with these moms who are here in the shelter um, to address those situations. And we also have an outreach program for youth and women. So I will elaborate a little bit on that if you don't mind. Um, our uh, youth worker also goes uh, and meets the kids in the community. So in their schools, in different organizations, um, because they are not coming into the shelter for, uh, or they are not staying into the shelter in, in the shelter with uh, with their moms or whatnot. Uh, but they they are going through difficulties. They are going through um, some 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 painful some painful stuff. They have been a victim or uh, witnessed the domestic violence at home. So they also need that 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 support and guidance in their lives. So our that's what our youth worker is there for. She she kind of she does that. She's in the community with the kids in the in the schools, and she is working here in the shelter with their moms and kids also. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, Nat Natalie just said that she didn't realize there were so many services and resources for the whole family. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's and that's why we wanted to have you on here today too, awesome. because uh, a super important program. And um, and this is for the Pontiac region, but there are also uh, women's shelters throughout the Utah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So for our Pontiac uh, people, this is <laughs> this is the place to get services, um, and I think that pretty much wraps things up. And they want to thank you. Oh, are there services or resources uh, the same for all the women shelters in the Udawe? Absolutely, absolutely. We um, we offer, and, and we also have uh, a community worker that uh, does uh, prevention and awareness in the community. Um, she is going into the schools to uh, do presentation on healthy and unhealthy relationships, on cyberbullying, on sexting, and um, all, of, all of those issues that our kids are going through right now. So she is actively present in, um, in the schools, uh, English and French, uh, throughout the Pontiac, um, high schools and elementary also. So all oh, safety on uh, the the internet and um, the safety with 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 phones and whatnot. We are there for that also, and uh, you know, and starting young and and showing our kids that what is what is a healthy relationship, what is an unhealthy relationship. Uh, starting with that base, I'm thinking that we could, you know, it's it's a, it's a good start. Yeah, that's like super important preventative work, right? Um, if they don't have good models of healthy relationships in their lives, they they might they might not have a clue, uh, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's an excellent and and the cyberbullying thing, all of that. That's really great to know. I'm really impressed with all your services. <laughs> I think our audience is as well. I have a great <laughs> team of women here who are active in our community. That's so great. Um, and I hope that uh, a few more people know now about uh, about your services and are are able to tap into them, hopefully. Uh, and to know that there's a crisis line and that I think that's that's really great, too, because some people might think that they have to go all in if in might not realize that they can just talk about it absolutely and, you know, you know it's a 
yes. the first step is picking up the phone and give us a, giving us a call. That's that's the first step. And and um, you know, some people think or ask, how do we get services and how do we start services or how do we start follow ups? You just give us a call. That's 819-683-2709. And it, it starts from there. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And happy International Women's Day. Yes, you happy. You deserve happy. like a big bouquet of flowers or something. Pardon me? I said you deserve a big bouquet of flowers or something. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.